So yeah. what advice would you have for people in a similar position to you where they're living abroad, well, they're living abroad relative to me, they're living in their home countries, learning English, learning Australian English. Um, I, w- I would imagine with your Swedish, you could probably get off a plane tomorrow in Sweden, somewhere mm-hmm. that I should add that you've never actually been, yeah. and get along just fine. What advice would you have for people learning English in, say, Brazil or China, who've never been to Australia, Britain or America, but want to have that kind of level of English? What should they do whilst they're at home in their own country? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to give specific advice because I know that everyone's a little bit different. So I would say that one thing that has contributed to my language learning the most that everyone can do is to increase your patience slash your level, your, what is sometimes called your tolerance for discomfort. So I better credit that. That comes from, uh, Matt Bonda, AKA Matt versus Japan, um, he talks about increasing your tolerance for discomfort. And this can be in anything. So, like, cold showers will do it. Like, if you if you regularly take cold showers or if you were regularly taking hot showers and you switch to cold, you'll find that, like, your, your willingness to just do things that you don't necessarily like doing increases. So... Well, to pause you there, that was something yeah. that... I, I used to be very fit... Mm-hmm. And then I became relatively fat and soft. And then I started getting fit again. And I'd forgotten just how much getting into a gym and starting to work out and doing something that's uncomfortable and that's difficult trains you to look for discomfort. Because you suddenly have this positive feedback loop of if it's uncomfortable, it's doing me good because it's going to cre- increase my my um, fitness, it's going to increase my muscle mass, it's going to make me stronger. Yeah. And so you start actually enjoying the process of searching for discomfort yeah. and it leads to a positive feedback loop that, that ends up, you know, shooting you along. And so if you can, if you can cultivate that in, in a language um, learning thing, that that's definitely, you know, a really, really powerful uh, tool to have in, in the tool belt, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I get, as a I'm I'm pretty soft when it comes to gyms. Like I, but like I like running, uh, and that's and it must be exactly the same thing though. There, right? Once yeah. it's it too easy, running at a certain pace or at a certain yeah. distance, you just like fuck this. Let's up it, bitch. Like yeah, let's, let's take this to the next level. <laughs> yeah, but just actually, just like languages, you you can get to a stage where you will just like run every afternoon, and you'll just run at six minute k's. And that it never gets any faster because you never go any faster. Like, well, you need a purpose, right? You need a goal. You need to be like, why am I running? Am I running yeah. to increase my fitness or am I just trying to sort of tread water and stay where I've always been? And that's what with language learners, right? They need to be like, am I trying to get to a better level or am I trying to maintain what I already have? Yeah. And I think there's a there's it's important to understand that the, the same thing will happen with language learning like you will doing the same thing over and over again no matter how much you do it just won't won't improve after a certain point sorry you won't improve as a result of it after a certain point the same with running if you ran a six minute k every afternoon it wouldn't matter if you did that from the age of 15 to 50 you would never get any faster you're not going to suddenly pull out a four minute k no and but i think we think that because of our experience or what we think our experience was as children, yeah. we think that if you just speak it for long enough, you'll eventually become like a native speaker. But 
children are constantly out of their comfort zone yeah. so they don't they, they don't even acknowledge it as a thing like they they don't even they're so used to just being challenged on like right. they'll they say they have no comfort zone right yeah so they, <laughs> there's nothing that they're good yeah. at and and even like in high school um they should be pushed outside of their comfort zone so like i'm i'm a big advocate for like roughly trying to replicate the experience of a high school student if you're if you're kind of okay at your language like i'm probably not in terms of spoken fluency i would still be less than that but in terms of my understanding of swedish as a whole i'm probably similar to like a 10 11 12 13 year old somewhere around there so to get to a full adult native yeah adult native speaker i will need to go through high school as it yeah you know or something that replicates high school so like reading books and discussing that with someone like okay what are the writing ideas essays for, yeah, yeah thinking exactly. about it and i think too that it's sort of a double-edged blade right when you're an adult one you've got a lot of competence in a lot of areas and so mm. you don't like the feeling of being new at anything because it's like that's so foreign i'm i i have my job i have my skills this is what i'm good at this is how i get respect this is why people like me you know it's a big ego thing and so i don't want to be the person at the bottom of the pyramid being like i don't know anything so you have to kind of overcome that yeah um and there was a second point that i was going to make that i've forgotten but yeah (laughs) well i did yeah there's a I completely agree with you even without knowing what your second point was I I feel like I feel like you might have been going to say something like um just then with you don't like doing that so you don't but then also I guess maybe as an adult you you have less time to do it anyway yeah um but yeah I think I honestly um and I'm actually going to make a video about this when I've kind of formed my thoughts on it but I think that we're all a little bit addicted to um, basically understanding everything all the time yeah. and being and being able to express ourselves uh, mostly exactly how we would want to. Um, and and learning a language increases even your awareness for how you can't always express yourself exactly the way you would want to even in english like sometimes i've i've now realized that sometimes i try to say things that i'm like it's not exactly what i want to say like the best way i know to say it is this but it's not quite right it's like holding a mirror up here right when you're starting to learn a new language you're like here are all of my flaws (laughs) yeah um and so i i think it's really good for your I mean, this is not what you asked me before. This is not advice for... If if people are listening to this from a country that isn't Australia, then they're already exposing themselves to English, which is good. Yeah. Um, but it's. I think learning a language is good on a meta level just for understanding even, like, your shortcomings in your own language and and just understanding, like, how your brain works as a, as a like, 
in terms of your motivation and things like that. And how um, to learn, right? Because then you can yeah. you can just apply it. I think you, we were talking um, previously and you were saying, like me, you're sort of frustrated with yourself at times because your attention and interest changes pretty quickly from one subject to another. And so I've yeah. switched. I've tried to learn multiple other languages. I've tried, you know, jujitsu. I've been at the gym. I've done photography. There's all these things. But it's some of them, they've maintained themselves. But at the same yeah. time, it is interesting to notice yourself going between them. But the good thing is that, once you start getting good at learning a language, you've also become an expert. Like you've also become an expert in learning something yes. at an older age, and you can kind of take that and apply it elsewhere. So that if you wanted to pick up something like race car driving, you're even though it's something completely different from learning yeah. Swedish or English, you're going to be like, yeah. okay, so I need to do repetitions. I need to understand techniques. I need to spend time on task. And the more hours that I put in, the more I focus on these things, you know, the better I'm going to get faster as opposed to someone fresh off the boat, you know, a young kid or whatever that's just like, I want to be a race car driver. Yeah. I'll I'll play Need for Speed. Yeah. Well, and I think the one thing that separates languages from many other things, not from everything, but from many other fields that people get interested in, is that you have to be a little bit better at it before it's of really any use yeah like especially if you say not that i'm necessarily advocating for this but if you learn a language like swedish where most people already know your language Uh, if as a native english speaker yeah you have in order for that to be at all useful or even slightly impressive it it has to be pretty good whereas like photography like you know everyone these days is just like take some crappy old picture and it's like if it's of a nice scene, like a sunset or whatever, it still looks pretty good. You don't actually have to know what you're doing for it to be okay. Yeah. So most people don't go out of their way to get really, really, really good. Whereas in a language, I think you you kind of have to at least go a little bit out of your way to get okay at it to, to even sound like you somewhat know what you're talking about. Oh, and I think we're sort of in a different boat too because we already speak English as our first language. And so unlike anyone or everyone who's listening to this probably who doesn't have English as a native language, you guys are in a different position where this isn't a joke. It's not fun. It's not a hobby. This is, for the most part, for you guys listening, you're migrating to this country, you're trying to get a serious career going in this country or or whatever country, but you, you need to do it in English. You need it for business. You need it for friends, family. Like it's your motivations are in a completely different position, but you should also focus on them and use them as fuel to to keep yourself pushing, right, to get out yeah. of that comfort zone because the reward is a lot more, it's a lot higher than you or I who are just like, I hope we can go to these countries and, you know, make sure we don't get lost. Yeah.